What up, everybody? I want to say thank you for listening to this brand new episode of the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. We appreciate every single one of you for tuning in to our show. But there's a small problem. We need you to subscribe on your device, whatever it may be, whether you're checking us out on YouTube, whether you're checking us out on Facebook, no matter where you hear this, subscribe or follow the podcast so you can be alerted as to when we create a new episode for you. We've even added a link down in the description for you where you can just by one click subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Just in case you miss it, you got something going on, you're busy, we ask you to subscribe to the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. Enjoy the show. Yo, 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 you are now tuned in to the No Rhyme or Reason podcast presented to you by On The Map Music Group featuring Icarus Gray and I'm your homeboy Wordplay TJ. We deliver to you a dope conversation where we talk about everything for no reason at all. Tune in every Monday to join in on the conversation. And without any further delay, this is the No Rhyme or Reason podcast. And we're live. Yeah. What's up, people? It's your boy Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy wordplay TJ. And the, 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 this right here is the No Rhyme Reason podcast where we talk about everything. Everything for no reason at all. Um, I am not, I'm definitely not gonna be switching this thing back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so you know. It looks like it's. Oh wait! Oh, it's you were trying awkward. to do it. It, it. it looked like it was doing it. You are no, smooth with it for a second. It, it's catching. It's catching up, but um, that's the thing. Yeah, no. But anyway, guys. So, uh, just to give you a quick update for those that are watching on live, uh, we switched to the Google Hangout format uh, because we were trying to run through uh, Google Hangouts through YouTube. And what they did was it kind of zapped a lot of our bit rate and streaming stuff. And so the visuals weren't coming through as crispy as we would like for them to. So they switched over to that. They sucked ass. And it doesn't matter for audio people because you still get the same dope, amazing quality that you always will. But for those watching us visually, you might not uh, see me or see TJ all the time. So either way, doesn't really matter. It's, It's not a big, huge deal. You can still hear us. Um, yeah. So, so how how topic. was your week? I want to do that first. Oh, my week. How, how was your week? Yeah, because we can it, it'll segue into this. Um, my week was, uh, I I'm a, I don't know, kind of relaxing, kind of, um, kind of challenging, right? Because I, I I sub now, so like I'm at different schools every day. Um, primarily I was at the school that I'm at most of the week. So the high school down the road, but, um, and those kids day by day, it it depends on how they're going to act. So their energy is going to be up or down. It just, it just really depends. Um, but, um, when I went to the middle school, that was a whole nother story. And, um, those kids, Mm had it had it coming but (laughs) (laughs) so Mm. 
that was that was pretty much it. I was uh I was inspired to uh start a uh gaming channel on YouTube. Um I'll make some announcements about that later, but um I came up with an intro and designed all the stuff yesterday, so that was that was very fun for me. And um that's about it. So my week. Uh my week started with a sick wife. Um Wife sick, got sick about Sunday. Um, they carried into Monday. I took off because uh, I normally work on Martin Luther King Day, uh, and uh, made sure she was okay. Then Tuesday we got a um, a dusting of, of snow of sorts that you know shuts Arkansas down because we're not really used to getting any sort of uh, cold precipitation. You know, the so, surprising thing is is that this part of the country isn't either even though we're surrounded by mountains and mm. trees and stuff like right. this area is not used to snow so anytime there is snow it shuts the shuts the city down <laughs> so um so we went through that I, I ended up going to work one of these sites but it was a pretty slow week uh, work-wise, you know, you had a lot of people that were like, because of the snow day, they came into the gym full force. We had a really, really busy day about middle of the week. And towards the end of the week, I, I had a couple uh, just happy, happy moments. Uh, my, um, I thought you were about to say gin and juice. I don't know why. Oh, man, I but wish. Back, I, I'll tell you that story. <laughs> I had a couple here. gin and juice, uh, and I let it go. <laughs> the, those used to be, those used to be my Fridays. I'll tell you about that later. But anyway, um, but yeah, so it was a pretty it was a pretty cool week. Um, spent on watching or playing Persona Five. Uh, and yesterday, I, I started watching Blue Planet Two. Um, God, man, like the ocean is so much more fascinating than space to me. Well. I would figure that the ocean would scare us black folks because all facts, all facts, all facts. Because like, I'm sitting here looking at whales like, oh, like that is a, a big relationship with the ocean. Right. Facts. <laughs> the Atlantic. It, it, li- yeah. You know what? It, the the fear that black people have of sharks is not only warranted, but I feel genetic. <laughs> yeah, you can't. At this no, point, like, no, like, mm I think they actually do know what we taste like. Let's just, just well, for whatever yeah. that's worth. For sure. Like, you know, for sure. Because, like, no, you know, creatures and animals used to follow the slave boats. Um, well, speaking of slavery. Slave boats? <laughs> that's a weird segue, right? Uh, speaking of well, we can slavery just, we'll, we'll and then... Jim Crow and then the latter and the latter and the latter we celebrated um Dr. King's um are we cel- his birthday was yesterday right if I'm not mistaken yes wait okay yeah so, I believe so I wanna, if, if Instagram is to be believed yes. like he because I know he passed away in April right um mm-hmm. but Okay, so his birthday is on January fifteenth. Um, but was that true? It's uh, perfect because it's the, that's the beginning of this week, and that's that's what we were celebrating, Dr. King Day. So, 
um, that's what we want to talk about is how has his legacy really uh, stood the test of time, right? What are we seeing? What evidence are we seeing of his dream that he spoke about, right? His impact that he made on people. How far have we come? We don't want to talk about how far we have to go. We want to talk about how far we've come because if we don't appreciate where we are, right, versus mm-hmm. um, versus where we could be, then we're not going to be, I don't know, blessed even further, right, for lack of a better term. Right, and and it'll and it drags the conversation down to kind of talk about all the different aspects of where you need to go because that again is is blinding to the things that you are benefiting from um currently and that you can use to get more benefits so if we push these things more so in the forefront i believe that it'll allow more people to uh achieve and excel um so the time of course that we were born is late 80s um and we grew up in the 90s we talked about this uh last episode about the 90s impact and i believe that martin luther king in terms of his death and everything really came to fruition in the 90s with the surge of black television that we were able to enjoy um i think that a lot of those kids the dream was being actualized because the the culture was you know <laughs> The world at that point right like so not started, only did maybe started yeah. in the 60s and then it evolved into more yeah. and more television shows that were based yeah. on our lives that were based on things that it wasn't um all in the family going into the jeffersons at this right. point right it was these are our shows it was the cosby show going in a different world it was martin it was the wayans brothers it was living single it was um family matters family matters it was uh four uh four brothers it's it's four but it was a show with tommy davidson and, and kadeem hardison yeah um like it, it, we, is a movie though. or not four brothers um i can't think of the name of, i just saw it yesterday and was like oh yeah yeah. Forgot about that. It was my brother and me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, so uh, Gullah Gullah Island. Um, just it's so many different things where we were able to kind of appreciate this culture and learn a lot about who we were. Yeah. Um, well, and not, and then, yeah. Who deaded like that amount of television, right? Because I don't know that maybe it's out there. It's just that we have so many channels that I don't catch it all right so many so many things get greenlit across different stations that you know basically we just don't get a chance to catch on to it and really get into it um but it doesn't seem like it's um as prevalent in prime time as it once was or more so prime time is more inclusive to all groups right right versus just um just black folks. well that's my issue is well there are different places because i was gonna get to that i don't have i'm not gonna do my other that that issue <laughs> that i've beaten the dead horse with um but insecure is is one of the big ones one of the big leading ones for now uh power is is us and, well and, atlanta and, is coming back ah oh, yes atlanta i love atlanta 
yeah. um, Atlanta. So there's a lot of stuff that's coming up on the docket. I think that it's just viewed differently in terms of the categories. So you have two different categories. You have the stereotypical category, which there are so many of those shows that that still fit in that Martin, you know, over-exaggeration of our lives kind of category. Well, Martin yeah. wouldn't over-exaggeration. They kind of just did well, what he, he did. So like, because he's a comedian. Yeah. Right. So you have um, all of the Tyler Perry shows that are still going on. You have all the shows that are on OWN, uh, the 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 soap opera that she has that I can't think of the name of right now. Um, you still have all of the love and hip hops. I mean, that, that, that counts, you know, so we have <laughs> all of this representation. It is a representation. It might not be good representation, uh, in my opinion, but you know, that's there. So the, to be able to see us on such a regular basis, to be able to say, I don't like this show. I'm going to go watch this show as opposed to, Man, I gotta watch this show. That's all we got. Is like amazing. Hold to, on, to I'm be. sorry. There's like crazy noise in the background, and I didn't want it to like leak into the show because it's outrageous. So, uh, riff for a minute about your favorite show for a second. Um, so my favorite show currently, uh, and in, in the in the black genre. Is going to be Atlanta. And I love Atlanta because not only does it give this funny look on life, it's still real. It's kind of like curb your enthusiasm for black people is what Atlanta Atlanta feels like. Only um, or boondocks in real life kind of thing. And that, that's kind of what it feels like. It's just this amazing um, metaphor for how we live and, and how we're living now. So I enjoy Atlanta the most in terms of like shows that keep me hype and give me hype or whatever. It's like that that that'll probably be that is my favorite right now. What what did you watch most from your childhood? Like mm, probably probably living single. Okay. Maybe a little bit of in living color. Yeah. Um, but that was about it. Like all the other shows, like uh, the Wayans Brothers, I would catch every now and again. Jamie Foxx, I didn't like get get into into until like a little bit later. Um, and I think that's it. Just about like there were I other ones watching, that I just can't think of on top of my head. I remember watching a lot of things. So like, um, Family Matters. Um, a different world. Um, of course, mm-hmm. like reruns of the Cosby Show. Um, what else did I? Watch? I watch Martin. I watch Living Single. I watch, gosh, everything. Hanging with Mr. Cooper, like, like mad shows. Sister, Sister, right? Was crazy popular. Okay, yeah, I used to watch a lot of Sister, Sister too. Um, man, it. I just think oh, Moesha, Moesha. How did I forget about Moesha? Yeah. So all of this like really connects because there was a there was a point in time where you, you where some people couldn't imagine seeing black faces on television if it wasn't in a negative light, right? It wasn't right. realistic black stories. 
And I think what Martin Luther King did for all that is he said, hey, we're not going to sit here and tolerate a scenario where um, basically people are being mistreated and then other people are ignoring this this maltreatment. Right. Right. It was a it's such an odd or not odd, but it's such an inspiring thing to think about what inspiration can do for people. And that's why I appreciate Obama, regardless of what anybody else thinks about him, says about him, feels about him. Dr. King did a lot of things, but he didn't get to do all of the things that he wanted to do or get to see all of the things that he wanted to do. But what he did in terms of his peaceful protest and everything he did was cause a worldwide inspiration. He gave us a viewpoint of seeing what it is that we can do when we're working together. And that will never be something that I think is not beneficial. Um, and it's proven and, and shown through all of those representation of shows like hanging with Mr. Cooper. Like, you know, like all these different shows are coming back, back, you know, rushing back to my head because there yeah. were so many of them, no matter how, whether they went for four or five seasons, three seasons or, or whatever, uh, the Steve Harvey show, um, yeah. you know, was, was another good one. Uh, DL Hughley show. Um, like all the comedians having their own shows and, 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 and pushing this fun family uh, show. Um, yeah, it was, it's, it's it's these it's these these situational uh, things that that we go through that maybe nobody else has ever seen before, and it and it paints us in a different light because you know propaganda would say that uh, black people are aggressive, black people are uh, destructive. That uh, you know, propaganda would say all these negative things, but propaganda wouldn't show our humanistic uh, qualities, right? The qualities that we right. all have in common with other people, and that's right. that's just one of the things that I think is is really valuable and really important. Is that we we get shown in a in a in a good light, and um. Yeah, some of these shows didn't broadcast in 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 the in the backwoods, right? <laughs> some of these shows didn't broadcast in certain places, and some people didn't have cable to be able to see these actual, uh, uh, realistic scenarios. Right. So they still have backward views, but um, it's so far removed from what it used to be that um, I'm pretty happy about it. Right. And even these shows that were for us that were written by white people in terms of like uh, Girlfriends, um, The Wire. These were still amazing, great shows that were depicted like the fact that Kelsey Grammer was able to write a show about powerful, hardworking black women. Yeah. And uh, well, a lot of people, a, a lot of people give so much credit to the main person but a lot of these things are written in consensus anyway right so there's right. probably other black writers on this team no true because especially because he wouldn't have been able to write all of that but i'm more so speaking to the fact that they would even think to do that that's still part of the dream in the sense that it's like it's not about 
creed or color like you said hey this would be an amazing show yeah and then you know with the other writers you went and pushed that forward and we got greatest television ever in terms of like the wire being one of the best shows period um that gave so many different layers of society in general um and also giving that platform that says like i know that there are good stories here let's write them together uh we talked about this before the resurgence of all the the comedians on uh on netflix is another thing that like I feel it's a part of the legacy. Um, yeah. So, like, so comedy being an art form in which you can express your 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 true nature, your true feelings, your um, your honesty in a in a and and just make fun of situations, right? Um, black comedians are having a field day right now when it comes to Netflix. Um, right. And that's because Netflix isn't closed off like some of these other places, right? It, right. not owned um, by, you know, it's not a it's not a Viacom corporation. It's not a uh, corporation that's owned by such and such and such and such, right? It's owned by this one guy that created it and he wants to he wants to see a wide variety of programming and um, that gives them an opportunity to have a new life when some people would have said their career is over. I do want to ask you this because I've seen uh, recently the stuff with Monique Uh Um, and she went to Netflix to try and get a special going. Um, And I believe they lowballed her a number that was lower than what Amy Schumer or something was getting. And so she declined it, and now she's asking for the black community to boycott Netflix mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, if that's how they'll do, you know, like she can't accept that because, like, why would you do her specifically like that? Um, and it just seems kind of like Monique has been in this odd storm. Uh, I know this is an off off tangent, but just the storm of like ever since she won that Oscar, mm-hmm. it's just been kind of difficult for her for whatever reason. Like she has well, been term would be visually blackballed. Black yeah, yeah. And so that's just a. I wonder. Um, I kind of just wonder how we get away from that, or if there's a way to get away from that given all the opportunities and stuff that we have now, oh. you know, does she have a point? My gut says that it's not personal. I just think mm-hmm. the people that are writing the checks are out of touch with Monique. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and if they're out of touch with Monique, then I mean, I don't know, you know, turn it down. Um, but maybe, maybe i don't i I don't know like i don't know too many details about the conversation right so i don't know if she fought for herself i don't know if she said this number's too low and then just turned around and said no right and then entertain anything else essentially what because i know for a fact i know for a fact that you know netflix isn't stingy with the budget right we know that well what she said was is she came to them saying like 
I'm sure she was requesting a certain number. Um, I was like, well, this is a little bit too low. And she said that she presented her resume in terms of, well, this is why I should get this. Mm -hmm. Um, And they said, well, we don't do resumes. Like, it's not about resumes here, which I do think falls in line a little bit with the stuff that they put on there. But then what happened was she asked about Amy Schumer and they gave her, you know, like, well, she did this and she was doing this. And she was like, well, that's a resume. And if you don't go by resumes, then right, right. kind of false equivalent. Yeah, it's it's more of what they should have said is we we deal with what's going on now culturally with this person, how impactful they are right now. Because even if Dave Chappelle was not active, Dave Chappelle was still very front of mind for people. If you right. start naming off comedians, um, um, I, it's it's kind of hit or miss. But Monique is not first of mind for me. Now Monique deserves to be first of mind when I think about her accolades. But in the now, she's not first of mind, right? It, it right. every time she does an interview, it reminds me that she's still around, and that shouldn't be the case, right? Right. But is that on, I feel like that's more on the fact that she has been blackballed and blackballed in a way that's like, she's not crazy. Like, I don't think that she's crazy. I don't think she's lost her mind and and, and is in a place where she's no longer like able to order her thoughts. But it feels like that keep, it, it feels like the Dave Chappelle stuff. Honestly. Yeah. Well, but, like anyway. it, it probably is very much that situation, um, but I can't tell anybody what to do or no, mm-hmm. nor can I say what the right move is or but in my gut, it says, OK, so they blackball you go around them. You're a powerful black woman. Go around them. Put out your own shit. Right. Do some other things. Don't take no checks. Write your own checks, invest in yourself, and then keep it moving. I don't know her finances. I don't know her business. I don't know anything like that. And I may be speaking out of turn, but, I mean, do what you got to do. Like, I don't know, creatives like you and me are out here scrapping. And we're not, we're not, you know, we're not out here, you know, looking for any single opportunity to come save us, right? we're we're making right. our own way and somebody as powerful as she is whether or not the industry sees it or not whether or not anybody messes with her or not anybody as powerful as she is has a leg to stand on especially when the internet exists there's just no excuses anymore no we never had that and that's that's the interesting thing like about when i hear her speak but I'm not going to get any further than that because I feel like that's going to end up being well, like a whole other thing. Hand in hand with the with the legacy, right? Yeah, so yeah. Now, like, because of the internet, we have more of a voice. And do you think right. the internet would have been something that was accessible to 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 black people in the same capacity had Dr. King not did what he did? I don't think we would have searched for. I think the death of him, the death of Malcolm X. Um, the assassinations, I should say. Um, 
gave us the drive to search for real information. With what we know about Martin Luther King's death, what we know about Malcolm X's death, like you had to seek information. I also wonder, just because of the way, and we always do this, you put it in the bubble of what if those things had to happen now? I feel like if those things had to happen now, like, man, it is great that we are able to enjoy the fruits of the labor um, or the, the fruits of the legacy and be able to kind of push that legacy forward. Because if Martin Luther King and Malcolm X had to go through the Internet, like they tried to talk about all of the the things that happened with uh, Martin Luther King, you know, his infidelity or whatever. I don't know that but they, would been, they would have been assassinated. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know if they would have been touched, but the credibility, they would have just, man, they would have just tried to shoot their credibility to shit. Like, you know, like every other week, like it would have been a, a People Magazine interview with another girl that had slept with Malcolm. And then yeah. like, well, they, I heard doing interviews. They do it like, to Jay-Z now. Yeah, right? Coretta's out here doing interviews like, I mean, my husband, you know, just yeah. like, I love her, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that would be bananas. Like, they I, they do it to people that aren't particularly politically involved. Um, right. So, we found out this week that title, um, I can't remember what spot there on my on my list, but there's somewhere high up on the list is, is the top... Um, revenue payers to musicians mm-hmm. and they're they're definitely in the top three of my choice to promote um and that's because it's it's owned by somebody that 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 wants to pay musicians and um and everywhere you turned when title began it was like oh all these artists are demanding that they get paid and they're already rich. That was the story, right? And so every time you turn, there's a new negative story about title, right? It's the it's the equivalent of assassinating someone, right? Now you don't have to go as far as murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. you can put out enough stories to flood out their story, mm-hmm. their real story. Um, right. Like I can and only can imagine look. them trying to do that then. Like I could the Malcolm X, like I could just see now, like they would have every last one of his mug shots. They would throw the rap sheet up from before he became Malcolm X. It would be, but I just see I I do wonder and I do think it would be interesting. Like that would be an interesting television show to like take what you think would have happened if those leaders had to do what they did then today. That would be a good show. You know, you you like put them in these modern situations, like modernizing things normally gives a lot of us brand new perspectives. And this is a part of the legacy too. The fact that we can think about these things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even, it's not even um, like a time travel scenario. It's not that, they just wake up and they're in the present day. That would be incredible to see yeah. to, if Martin Luther King had a Twitter. Yeah, let's start writing. Um, 
And not not the Boondocks version, man. Like the Boondocks version was good, but that was making a bigger point on yeah, it was like good. I didn't die for this shit. Like you, like <laughs> you, nigga. Like no, it wasn't. It's not for that. <laughs> but it would be an interesting thing to kind of see bl- different black leaders in like that. It was just I'm 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 going I'm going to do something with that. But anyway, um, another aspect of the uh, legacy is always going to be sports. Like Martin Luther King Day is normally the day where uh, it's kind of like basketball's holiday. Basketball is played all day on Martin Luther King Day. It's not like Super Bowl or how New Year's is about football. It's mostly about basketball. And the legacy of all the players and stuff that have come forth that were around those times that, you know, stood with Muhammad Ali and, and so on and so forth to now and LeBron and, and Dwayne Wade and Chris Paul and all these others that in uh, uh, Steph Curry um, for football with, with Kaepernick. Kaepernick in general is another part of that legacy that I think is amazing. Um, but the sports aspect of it and how many influential players there are. Yeah. Um, based off of that legacy, um, based off the legacy of this is what I saw and this is what I'm not going to allow is just great. So, like, it's just showing on every level. And we've mentioned a lot of entertainment kind of things. Um, I did mention Barack Obama earlier, but it's every facet of, of everywhere, man. And uh, I've heard sometimes um that um when are we gonna stop you know praising the first or something like that like the first person to do this blah 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 and it's like well when there's no more of those like well somebody has to do it first right in order yeah, to like, encourage the next person to be the second right so if there is no first there there, there normally is right it just kicks the can down the road until there is a first um that's just the uh, that's just a big part of it, um, right? But I mean, people are gonna say ignorant shit like that anyway. So let them be who they are. Um, so my biggest my biggest thing is okay. So what are we? What does it mean for children like us? Uh, children that are coming uh, that you know younger generations than us um, well I I say younger generations but like millennials are really widespread Um, which is just some newfangled bullshit to not have to take any sort of credibility for the fact that you are also a part of this generation or the, the ones before us that like are a year off like Come on, man! Like a, a year, you're not a millennial. All right, bro. It's all right. Yeah, but I was getting at the point that people. Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> so angry, man. Um... Man, look, bro. They they be trying to they they be trying to make everything seem like oh you millennials don't want to work, and it's just like yeah. bruh. Yeah, you don't. And it, it it really doesn't matter. They they don't remember where they were. Um, exactly. So they don't realize where we are. Uh, so like generations, like the 
hatred, the racism, the uh, I don't know, the classism and and these type of things, they're starting to get sort of washed out day by day by day. And I'm I'm kind of happy about that because that ha- that means that Dr. King's legacy has a ripple effect, right? Every generation, it gets a little bit of the the racist part, right? Gets a little mm-hmm. bit more diluted year after year after year. And um, I'm pretty happy about that. I'm pretty happy that my kids or my kids' kids will deal with less bullshit than I did and it'll continue to to trickle down now does that mean that uh systematic things aren't um aren't still prevalent no um that doesn't mean that but uh how like we have to do our part in encouraging other generations to get into things that we weren't getting into Right. So, for example, like encouraging younger generations to be active in politics, encouraging young younger generations to be active in the police forces. Right. So they actually police Mm -hmm. the community that they come from Um, being active in a a wide variety of different things, the court systems and, and, and jobs and all these other things, encourage people to be entrepreneurs, encourage people to open businesses, encourage people to be the best people that they can be so they can support other people in some sort of way. And um, I, I just think if we do that, then we'll eventually start washing out a lot of crap because you can't, you can't, um, walk away from the goodness in the world you can't get away from it there's all this chaos normally but the chaos usually comes to a a a quiet right there's always a calm after the storm and that's a lot of happiness there and we talked about yesterday about the bubble that we grew up in and how I feel it benefits the legacy in the sense that it's like that when things started to become ugly, the fact is that I was able to remember that bubble and at least remember that this doesn't have to be what it is going forward. And I think that that is a driving force to continue these things, to continue washing the things away. Yeah, it might take forever, but it's still going to keep moving forward. Like there's nothing that's going to stop it. Yeah. Every visual representation of negativity that we can see allows us to be like, well, Hey, I don't want this. I don't want this to be a thing. I want to fight for this. Um, even the way in pushing the generations toward politics and everything else, you can be the change. If you think that politics are horrible in a, in a place where no moral values can exist, make that place you know, create that environment for them to understand and to go about this in a way that doesn't have to slander or doesn't have to do whatever that is actually trying to do for the people. Um, Create environments where the, you know, Black Wall Street, uh, all of the doctors and stuff that we had that were amazing and pivotal in creating all the different things like George Washington Carver in terms of the millions of things that he helped bring to fruition with his inventions. 
like bring that energy back and we have that energy it's just not getting as much light as as what it should because yeah, these and things we, are we are have to be we have to be encouraged we have to be encouraged because dr king's legacy yeah. was a matter of um being sure that we encourage um equal opportunity for for everyone and equal opportunity doesn't mean that that everybody goes and be you know goes and and tries to be a doctor or a lawyer equal opportunity is that black kids now study engineering right so when i went to university of arkansas um i stayed in a in a dorm room with two black engineers right and there were other black engineers that would come in and study with them right and they were also alphas and they were you know there was another engineer in the in the in the dorm that was white and when i came in as an art student i was like well what am i doing here <laughs> like, but but everybody has to play their part and play their role right so if my if my intent is to be an artist and to be creative then i need to be creative and i and that um that skill and that thing needs to be fostered, right? If I want to be uh, a musician, if I want to be a rapper and I'm, and I'm dedicated to it, right. Then that needs to be fostered. Um, Not everybody wants to be a rapper as much as it looks like it does. Right. (laughs) And like the, the ones that really are dedicated to it are in a minority. And so, when it boils down to it, there are more like engineers, there's more computer programmers out there. We just have to make these things look attractive to black people, black women, especially. Right. Because right. I, I believe hopefully that black women are uh, incredibly underserved as far as their professions. Right. So we we pigeonhole ourselves into tradition. Right. So black women should be nurses and black women should be this and that. Right. Or some profession that is stereotypical for a woman. Right. Um, And that's not the case. I want to see female black female scientists and black female engineers go into things that you're not in that, that 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 the society says that you're not supposed to go into. Um, right. and, I, and I do believe that there is more more widespread uh, representation of them in the in that they hold a lot of those titles. Um, yeah. There's just not much light shown on them. And there yeah, should you got be black girls code and you have other yeah. things that, that happen. So um, the, the current um, if I'm not mistaken, the current I think it's chief marketing officer of um of uh of uber is mm. a black female um uh, so. and uh she she came from um beats and worked for apple for a little bit and um worked for some other big companies like pepsi and and, and so forth but my deal is it's it's important to show other people being successful on a regular basis 
and then not discourage kids from trying to dream because we do that as as a culture as black culture we beat dreams out of each other even when we don't think about it like married to medicine is a show about women who are doctors or married to doctors but have amazing degrees and stuff but of course it's in that love and hip-hop atlanta housewives vein so instead of just being like this thing where i should celebrate the fact that you're amazing at this i'm also looking like why are y'all about to fight like why is this like it happens in life and i do understand that it is reality that sometimes people get into it but on reality television if you're getting into it you're only getting into it because your producers put you in a situation where everything was tension for television it's it's manufactured most of the time yeah like and so like i want a show where you just see the amazingness like insecure regardless of any of it like is still an amazing depiction of black relationships um there's on youtube black and sexy um and they do a lot of different relationship things that are pure and, and true to form um and, and gives a, a, a nice depiction of this that is reality in terms of creatives. Um, what I also think in terms of the legacy and things that are pushing the legacy forward is the way in which we are trying to carry um, what they did in the new era. So uh, when I was talking about the show earlier about Martin Luther King or Malcolm X being born in this era, I then think of Kaepernick and, and all the things that he's done and is doing. And, and like this week, uh, like it was 10 K 10 days. It was $10,000 that he was donating to different charities being matched by the celebrities that, that were um, joining him in this challenge. And with that being the case, it's like this thing to where now, not only do we have the platform, we can now fund, all of these different programs we can fund the engineering program um the uh school i believe in new york that just opened for different kids in in terms of engineering and stuff like that uh you could think about Jalen rose's charter school in in detroit and just all of the places where we're able to put the money back into the neighborhood all the things that killer mike does down in atlanta for kids um him and tip are a part of uh, the new atlanta mayor's uh transition team yeah you know like these are the things that are allowing us forms that are more secure than they've ever been and it's just an amazing amazing growth it's 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 amazing evolution yeah so what I think what I think can can be um can be a shining light is that more and more people are deciding to do something different than the previous generation, right? Um right. so oftentimes if you grow up in a terrible situation, right, the dream is not to repeat that last scenario right you got this you got this emotion built up in you and these 
these questions built up in you that, that say, hey, can I get out of this? How can how can I be different than than my last generation? How can I do something different to where my kids don't have to go through this? And so because we're asking those questions, we're ever we're always going to expand past it. And um, I'm just excited about seeing what happens and seeing where people take it to the to to the next level right i want to see more um black uh business owners right i want to see more black people into things that people would make fun of black people for right so if you code do more of it if you play games do more of it if you um if you do art do more of it right whatever it is that you do do more of it. And, um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a great thing to see. Um, I want to close out on a topic, but, um, go ahead and talk about something that's a little bit different, um, from, from the, from the current topic, because we're talking about change and we're talking about how we can be an impact in the, in the community and, uh, of course, this podcast is very, very um, proactive when it comes to our, our politics. We don't sway anybody what, uh, on what to think. We have our own opinions. But if you if you agree, if you if you disagree, that's 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 up to you. Right. So we don't want to ha- have uh, people that agree with us all the time. We want people that are open to actually talk about it. And so the 2018 marks the midterm elections. And it's very important to us that people, no matter what your opinion is, no matter what your stance is to participate in the in the uh, 2018 uh, midterms. And we want everybody to participate because the last election was won because of lack of participation and we're not putting the onus on (laughs) if that's you, right? We're not putting the onus on you, but we are saying that the results are the results, right? So you now have to live with your lack of participation and we don't want to see that. We don't want to see your lack of participation be a beacon for whatever choice comes down the road. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we have a couple links that are in the description. One going to vote.gov. It shows you how to register in your, uh, in your home state. Uh, if you're already registered, we have another link to vote 411.org, which will give you information about the candidates that are up for, uh, for elections. So there are several, uh, seats in the Senate, and there are several seats in the House of Representatives that are up for grabs. But it's not just the national elections that we need to pay attention to. There are local people that look like you that need your support to win. Um, there are folks like mayors and judges and um, board, you know, uh, representatives for for every for every county city council those types of things that right sheriffs 
those types of things that are important for you to go vote for. So, for example, if you have a sheriff in town and you don't agree with how the police are acting, right, be a voice for that and go and, and participate in the voting this this November. Um, we want to get ahead of it. That's why we're talking about it in January and we're going to be talking about it all the way up until November. So this this speech, this rant is all about making sure that if you have the ability to participate, go participate. Um, both of these websites have all the criteria that you need in order to walk into a precinct, voice your opinion and then walk out um with a different different opinion. The great thing about places like Washington State is that the ballot comes to my place and I can vote without even going out somewhere. All I got to do is drop it back in the mailbox. If you think things like that should happen in your state, talk about it. Be a voice of change. Say, hey, we want mail-in ballots because we think more people would participate. Then I think I think that you should be a voice for whatever you want to see happen. And it's not just, oh, this is a red state. This is a blue state. I can't do anything about it. No, you can do something about it. And uh, 2018 is the time. And the biggest issue a lot of the times is just not being informed. And that's not something that we're going to allow here. Um, so here we're going to give you everything like uh, with the links to get all the information that you need. A lot of times I know I've gone to the ballots and because I will go regardless and not known who the person was, not seeing their face, not knowing what their politics was. And that was ignorant of me. And because of all the things that we have available to us now, I'm not going to be that ignorant going into these. Uh, midterm elections and we also want to be able to provide that same same accessibility for you uh, because that will help in making it not uh, you don't have to make this mountain out of a molehill <laughs> alright so that's it um, if you've enjoyed the show be sure to comment down in the comment section uh, rate us for the podcast it helps us get sponsors and it helps us get income for the uh, for the show so we can buy new equipment and things of that nature. And we can also uh, further do things down the road. Um, be sure to subscribe wherever you are, whether it be Facebook, whether it be uh, YouTube or uh, if it's on your mobile device, be sure to do that, too. And uh, right. and if you it. also want to start a podcast, we have all this a list of all the things that we use to do this podcast every week in the description as well uh links to each piece of equipment um to amazon um which not only helps you start your own voice helps us continue to use ours so make sure you check those out knowledge is for understanding and not to prove others wrong this has been the no rhyme or reason podcast with icarus gray and your homeboy wordplay tj and we'll see you guys week after week after week Never missing a beat. Peace. Peace. No Rhyme or Reason is an on-the-map music group production.